0: Welcome to episode 25 of the I Left the City Show podcast. On this episode, local entrepreneur Dion Baker talks about her business, Shop Boss Secrets, and other business ventures. She also explains why Hastings County is the place she chose to live and operate her business, and why you should, too. Well, thanks, Dion, for joining me on this episode number twenty-five of the "I Left the City" show. Hard to believe it's episode twenty-five, but it's great to have you as our guest for this episode.
1: Thank you for having me. It's fun to always come and chat with you about why I left the city.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, if you travel through Sterling Broaden, as I have done recently, it is a beautiful day. The leaves are turning a beautiful color. It's fall. And you are located in Sterling, Rodden.
1: That's right. So, in that part of Hastings Sterling, County. So, <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, it's beautiful here. So, the big thing for us was when we were looking at houses, we looked at a variety of different places and more rural areas. And we fell in love with Sterling because Sterling really does have this charm of having the best of both worlds. It's got, you know, a bustling little downtown, it's got the grocery store, a few different restaurants, the theater, but then you also have the charm of the country, right? So you have these beautiful pastures and always something to look at. And then they had these little festivals, right? Well, obviously in years that there's not a pandemic, (laughs) right? Right. But um, for the most part, it's, it's been great. It's the best of both worlds in that we don't really have to leave Sterling for anything. Like we've got a dentist, a vet, You've got insurance providers, the bank, the grocery store, everything's right here. But then you have that slower, more relaxed pace of life up here and the beautiful nature. And it's just, you know, in the spring, everything smells beautiful. <laughs> like it, it really is one of those, um, I don't know, just home comfort feelings that you'd get when you come into Sterling. So we've only been here, I think it's actually two years um four days ago wow
0: it goes goes by quick (laughs)
1: yeah and we we often talk about how we will not go back like we've gone back to visit um so we were in a suburb before in Durham and we've gone back to visit a few of our friends obviously um just you know to hang out and keep in touch and it's amazing the difference in terms of the traffic in terms of the noise and it's stuff that when you've moved out to the country, you don't really realize how much you value it until you go back into the city and you're like, oh my goodness, <laughs> so loud, there's not as much green stuff, you know, and the pace of life is just so much different. And that's not to say, you know, the same kinds of things don't exist out here. Um, obviously we still have industry, we still have good jobs, we still have all of that kind of stuff happening here. It's just, there's not as much hustle bustle, go, 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 as there is, as you get closer and closer to the city, right? And it makes a major difference in just quality of life. There's not that anxiousness to everything that you're doing the same way that there is when you live in the city.
0: Mm -hmm. And your business that you run here in Hastings, it's called Shop Shop Boss Boss Secrets. Secrets. Can you tell the people that are listening what that business is? What do you do with Shop Boss Secrets?
1: So Shop Boss Secrets I use as a platform to help businesses with their marketing and their e-commerce. So I come from a background of corporate communications and marketing, um, and then I also had run my own e-commerce store for 10 years while I was also working. So basically I've combined those two things under the banner of Shop Boss Secrets, I do trainings um, that teach people how to have a a successful e-commerce store, but I also work on a consultative basis for marketing campaigns, communication campaigns, or if you need a store set up and you need some customizations, I do that as well. So through Shopify Secrets, I also um, work as a Shopify expert and a Shopify partner. And really with Shopify, that was where my store was um, that I was working on for 10 years. And Shopify just makes everything so much easier that after I had started telling people, okay, this is what I'm doing on Shopify, or this is how I'm doing my marketing, this is how I'm getting into, um, I guess, stores all around the world with my products, people really started paying attention and wanting to learn from me, right? Because I guess some of that stuff isn't as obvious in terms of how you do it or how you do it successfully as I found it to be. So that kind of created a partnership over there. And then separately from that, um, while I was building my Shopify store, I was also building that same brand store on Etsy. And so now I also teach a course on how to be successful on Etsy um, because that's been an added revenue stream for the e-commerce for quite a while. So it's a a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah, and you've also been involved with helping businesses in the area pivot to e-commerce. So you mentioned Shopify. There's this other program, Digital Main Street. It's a program that's been out and about for a while. Maybe you could talk a bit more about that, especially with the current situation. And maybe they haven't been able to be open, uh, at least for back in the spring, or people haven't been comfortable going into a store. So that's been really important.
1: That's Absolutely. you're involved with. Absolutely. So through the Sterling BIA last year, basically I was chosen to be their digital service squad member. And so the digital Main Street grant program was a program that was set up to help anybody that was in a downtown digital or a downtown core um, go digital with some of their product offerings. So any of the stores that were there, the service offerings, that were there um, who didn't have websites or who weren't using e-commerce, there was a grant for $2,500 to help get them started and online, right? So my job was to go around and help everybody figure out A, how to apply for the grant and B, plan out how they were gonna spend that grant money in the best way for their specific business. So that's been really successful. You fast forward a year, And we're in this pandemic, and people are obviously needing to pivot, right? So people who maybe last year thought, oh, it's okay, you know, I'm having this business in this small town, and I've got this bank of customers that have been used to me for such a long time, I don't have to worry about digital. Now those people, because things were closed, or because some of the population in these rural areas is a little advanced in age, Um, and isn't as comfortable going in person, obviously, to to go shopping if they're dealing with any kind of health ailment or something like that, they've noticed a decline in their business. So it's been really important to kind of get these people back into a good place of being online or offering curbside pickup services or delivery services locally um, to help them pivot and continue to grow or at least maintain their business, right? So To that end, Digital Main Street has gone ahead and renewed the the grant program. So everybody who got it last year is eligible to reapply for it again this year. Um, Even if you didn't get it last year, you can still basically get that $2,500 to put towards some sort of digital element to your business. And then on top of that, this year, they've actually partnered with Google and they're having people help set up your, your website or your digital platforms for free which is amazing. It's amazing as a resource for especially small businesses and especially small businesses in rural areas.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, it's definitely something people should take up, up that offer for sure. And contact you, of course.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, Cause that's the yeah. thing I'm, I'm always happy to help. And I think that's the thing I think it, here in some of these areas, because we're so used to it, it having that kind of homey vibe, um, and we love to kind of go walk the downtowns and see the stores and greet the store owners, I feel like some of the store owners have had a hard time figuring out how best they pivot because that's part of the charm, right? Is getting to know your customers, having your regulars, seeing people and catching up. And so it's been a little bit of a challenge for some of them, especially if they've been um, not as up to speed on some of the, the digital things, like social media or websites, right? Mm. Getting them to kind of adopt this, but then, you know, the pandemic happens, it makes perfect sense. And I'm definitely available to help wherever you are on your journey.
0: I remember talking to you about a business you were running, uh, Mummy Mops. Is that something you're still yeah. running? So it's yeah. shifting focus a little bit from the whole <laughs> digital business support. Uh, could you explain a bit more about what that is?
1: Yeah, so Mommy Mops and Major Mops are residential and commercial cleaning services that we offer. It's based out of Belleville, right? And so um, Mommy Mops is basically the residential end and Major Mops is the commercial end. So we've even had to pivot, obviously, <laughs> because when you're going into people's homes um, and you're amidst this pandemic and you're going into more than one person's home to try and help them with their home maintenance, you have to make sure that you're not bringing anything with you and you have to make sure that the people um, who are living in that home obviously don't have anything that you could transfer to somebody else. So we've had to really pivot in terms of how we're doing things. We've been working with our customers to make sure that, you know, when our our service staff comes in to do um, the house cleaning, that nobody is home. We've had to kind of change up some of our service offerings because before we would, basically say we are the cleaning company that you don't have to clean for. And now there's just certain things that we can't be um, touching, you know? So if it's, if it's dishes that we used to come in and we would kind of do some dishes if they were left in the sink or we're picking up clothes from certain areas, um, we're not really doing those things anymore. It's more so, you know, a basic clean or a deep clean so that your house gets back up to standard and then we'll do that deep clean again, maybe next month. Right. So part of the pivot was changing up some of our policies and procedures, Um, obviously getting the staff with their PPE And then the other part of the pivot was kind of focusing on some of these commercial things that we could do, right? So a lot of the commercial spaces that were able to either reopen or were able to stay open because they were essential, they all had to up their game in in terms of the cleaning standards as well, right? So basically, we would have to go in and help them with the disinfectant services. Or um, at the beginning of the, the pandemic, there was a lot of challenge in finding certain certain things, like certain disinfectants, maybe certain hand sanitizers, that sort of stuff, right? And of course, as a cleaning company, we had all that kind of stuff on hand, so we're helping out wherever we can. Um, then when it came to Airbnbs as well, there were some different rules, of course, this year, for the people who owned those properties and who were renting them. So we were helping them turn those properties over inside of the new rules um, to make sure that, you know, anybody who had invested in these properties, who really relied on them for that income, were still able to be able to rent these things out and and be feeling comfortable and secure that, you know, the cleaning standards were even more, um, I guess, even better than they were before, right? In terms of disinfecting everything and making sure that all of the surfaces like doorknobs and light switches and things like that, that would get touched on a frequent basis are perfectly clean in between every single client.
0: Those are quite fitting business operations for this time, cleaning and, you know, the digital realm. <laughs>
1: you're, you're right on and top
0: of it all. It's, uh, it's, it's quite <laughs> ironic, but uh, yeah, you're, right, you're ahead busy. of the curve.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's the thing. It's been quite busy as a result just because a lot of people, you know, when the pandemic first started, were kind of like, oh, well, what am I going to do? And, and then had to figure out a pivot. Whereas what happened for me was between the digital and the cleaning, everything just ramped right up because those were two services separately that people needed.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, and you had already gone into uh, quite some depth about Hastings versus the city and so on. So I just kind of wanted you to talk a bit about, why Hastings? Why here for your business? If you could maybe expand a little bit more even though you already have gone into it a bit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean outside of the fact that literally just the area was exactly what we were looking for. In terms of business and in terms of being able to run a business from home, Hastings County definitely offered the best of everything um, out of all the places that we looked at. You know, I have high-speed internet It's not the highest speed available that you could get in the city, but it works just fine for video meetings or me doing websites for people. Um, and at the same time, I can still watch my Netflix while I'm doing all of those kinds of things. So that's great. Then separately, we're so close to everything, right? So if I do need to run into a city, you know, I it's not that far to get to Toronto, it's not that far to get to Ottawa, but most of the time I don't even really need to do that because of the internet. I can do these video meetings and it feels to my clients like I'm in the same room, right? Then you have proximity to a larger place like Kingston or Belleville. So if there is something that I can't find or that I really need in one of these rural areas, I'm so close by and the drive to get to Belleville or, or, or Kingston, it just feels a lot nicer, right? Like I'm not in a concrete jungle battling traffic or you know worrying about dodgy drivers. It's just a nice, beautiful country drive, even in the winter, right? And it's so easy for me to just kind of pop in, get what I needed and come back home. So quite honestly, it, it really was the perfect move for us to come into Hastings County. Um, just and then personally, you know, all of the little things that you can do here, you know, in terms of some of the tourist things that you can do that aren't necessarily relying on business. There's tons of little trails for four by fouring or going um on that what is it called the skidoo oh, yeah <laughs>
0: snowmobiling yeah
1: yeah i call it i always call it the snow machine because oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what they call it and then they're always like it's a skidoo oh <laughs> yeah
0: exactly snowmobiling yeah
1: but that's the thing there's all those little trails you've got you know water around you so you can get on a boat you can go explore or go hiking and then there's all of these little hidden gems around in terms of the businesses like beautiful little bakeries to go into lots of quaint little stores um lots of little tourist attractions you know and so really it's just we have such a different um experience than what we were having inside of a suburb right like sure all of those things are still available you can do the touristy things or whatever but i find at least for us when we were living inside of that suburb we weren't spending a lot of time doing those fun exploration types of things, right? We weren't spending as much time as we wanted to being out in nature, getting to know our neighbors and, you know, the businesses that were local. Um, It was kind of more of this nuclear family style of things, right, where people were naturally a bit more distrustful of other people. Um, You know, if you waved at somebody in the city while you were driving by or walking past them, the chances of you getting a wave back or somebody saying hello are very slim to none. Whereas you come out here into Hastings County and you don't know anybody and you're waving at people that are, like, oh, hello, how are you? I hope you have a great day. And it's just-
0: They'll be upset if you're not waving at them. Why didn't you wave back? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah, Yeah. that's fantastic. Well, you've answered all of the questions that I wanted to ask you today and put uh, before you. Certainly want to thank you for- painting such a wonderful picture for those that are listening in that aren't familiar with Hastings, uh, painting such a wonderful picture of our area. and, we're and so. I mean, f- yeah. It's so
1: true though. That's the thing. Like this area is such a lovely place and there are so many benefits to living here that I honestly can't say enough about it. Even since we've moved, we've already convinced two new families to move into Hastings County because they've come for a visit. They've seen, you know, what it is to be out here And it kind of matches their value system, right? Like it matches the things that they want to experience. And just even personally for us, you know, just the level of life satisfaction has gone up so much more because of that slower pace of life, because of the affordability of new homes, because we can run our business from home and not have to worry about, you know, not having internet or or not having the amenities that we need. So I always, I will, I will talk about Hastings County forever in such a beautiful light because it's really done so much for our lives.
0: That's so great to hear Dion, And I'm so pleased to have you uh, uh, here in Hastings County and running your business from here. And we're so fortunate to, to have trailblazers like yourself and Wildly Authentic Hastings. So I wanna thank you for joining me on this podcast. And Absolutely. certainly we, we have worked with you in the past and we continue to look, you know, look forward to working with you even Absolutely. more in the future. So yeah, thank, thank you, very you much. so
1: much for having me. It's been a great experience and I, I've loved working with you guys.
0: Yeah, well, thanks very much, Dion. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful fall day.
1: Yes, I will, you too. <laughs>